And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much. Once again, the legendary John Bon Jovial. Welcome, friends and neighbors around the world. And uh, here we go with another hour of music, mirth, merriment, and uh, some neat guests. You're going to really enjoy this one. We're also including a previous guest who has a new release out. They call themselves Wild Horse from merry old England. Here they are with their newest release, thing called The Way I Am.
Hi, this is Jack from Wild Horse, from Brighton, England, and you're listening to the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio. Well, thank you very much there, Jack, and all the guys with Wild Horse. And by the way, I didn't mention this before, but I guess it's safe to do now. Uh, we will be having the guys from Wild Horse on in the not-too-far-distant future. They've got a brand-new album coming out, and uh, we're going to have them on the show to uh, introduce the new album right here on the David Bowers Awards, the show where every show is an award show because there are so many now. As uh, you know, if you don't have your head in the sand, you've probably noticed that every week there's at least one award show, and uh, they're coming up with new ways to have new award shows. So we figured we'll just make every show an award show and not have to worry about all those imitators and imposters out there. And the neat thing is, you, our listeners, along with our guests, get to help pick our award winners. Uh, there's no nominating panels, no fancy voting regulations or anything just simply if you know someone or some group that has done something really good or really stupid and you think they deserve an award for it you just drop us a line to david at the put awards in the subject line and tell us who and why you think they deserve an award and hey you never know they might get an award right here on the David Bowers Awards. John Bon Jovial, how are things in your part of the world this week? Well, yippee-i-o-ki-a, we are here. Uh, you know that Wild Horse song? A little bit of a departure from them, don't you think? Yeah, kind of mellow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I liked yeah, they that told me that they, they, they told me they do uh, about one song in ten. They'll do ballads, and they've got some other uh, interesting stuff. They've got a uh, they've got a reggae song they do, and uh, they do have some other stuff, and it's really interesting to hear them uh, change of pace. Like uh, this one has got uh, a little bit of the early stone sound to it, I think, uh, but it's also an, an original sound. I like it. I like it a lot, and the thing that I've noticed about it as well is their production techniques or their production philosophy is maturing. It's getting better. Uh, if you compare what they did a couple of years ago when we first had them on compared to what they're doing now, to me, there's a distinct difference, and it's definitely one that, you know, leans toward the positive. I think they're doing a good job, and I think these kids are going to go far. I think you're right. As uh, somebody over there, I forget who it was, one of the jocks over in London said, uh, the future of rock and roll is in good hands. And Absolutely. I think they're right. Yep. Uh, Wild Horse, is, uh, if they stay at it, stay together, and keep focused, uh, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the not-too-far-distant future. We want to say hello to our house band, Titty Bingo, who drops by and sees us from time to time. They also provide us with our theme song every week, and uh, we want to thank them, as well as all our listeners up in Rochester, New York, who listen to us on WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. And that's through the courtesy of Mary Perry accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. And we thank you so much, Mary Perry, for enabling our sounds to come through to all the wonderful people of Rochester, New York, our friends over there at uh, the House of Guitars, of course. And uh, while we're uh, while we're saluting Rochester, our listeners and all the people up there, let's also not forget 
uh, to mention the uh, people that follow us on Rochester Free Radio. A couple of great shows that follow us on Saturdays on Rochester Free Radio. Uh, Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble, which uh, features a lot of uh, rock instrumentals and uh, special salutes to uh, the man himself, Link Ray. Uh, If you're into the old rock and roll, you're going to love that. And if you're looking for something a bit different, (laughs) if you're looking for something a lot different, (laughs) check out the show after that. Armand Spins with Armand Schaubrook and uh, Eric and... uh, they have some really different rock and roll. I promise you, it'll be there'll be some stuff on there that you've never heard before. They've really found some arcane music, and they they work harder at finding the stuff that you may never have heard. Really interesting couple of great shows. Uh, check them out sometime on RochesterFreeRadio.com. If you're in the Rochester area, WRFZ FM 106.3. That's Rochester free radio we've got our first guest coming up here very shortly and we'll be talking to mr gethin jenkins now you may not have heard that name but i have a hunch that you're going to he has a sound that's uh well it's a really outlaw country crossed with a touch of rock and roll uh as a matter of fact i find a little bit of the Waylon jennings sound in it uh, you tell me what you think is here he is with bottle in my hand well i'm sitting here drinking just as hard as i can fighting off your memory two great and bigger old hands y'all better keep your distance cause i'm a dangerous man Man, oh no, as long as I got that 
And there you have it. That's bottled in my hand by our first guest of the week, Mr. Gethin Jenkins. Gethin, come on in here and say hello. Hey, how's it going, guys? Appreciate We're it. glad to have you here, and uh, what a sound you got. Uh, John and I were talking about it. Now, John will tell you, I never let him hear the new music before the show. I like to get his, uh, you know, his unbiased opinion right off the cuff when he first hears the song, and uh, we, uh, we exchanged briefly about it. Uh, I love the sound, and you do have, I think, just a, a little bit of touch of Waylon Jennings in there. Uh, Wellen's, of course, one of my heroes, so I'll take that as a compliment. Definitely meant that way. Where did you, uh, how did you develop the sound? Years and years of singing. I think uh, what I did is I sang a bunch of Merle Haggard songs and Waylon Jennings and Charlie Daniels and all that kind of stuff, and I think you unconsciously, as a singer, start to emulate those guys, and I did that for a long time, and finally I woke up in my mid-30s, and I had developed my own kind of sound, so I sing just a little bit different than everybody else now, and um, one of the things that was great about the old country stuff was you knew who was singing, you know, everybody had yep. their own sound, you knew when Waylon was singing, or David Allen Coe, or somebody, and, and I finally Absolutely. developed uh, over years and years of different kinds of experiences, my own kind of vocal sound. You have done that, and uh, if I were to analyze it, I would say you developed your own sound, which does reflect the influences, because you can definitely, as I said, uh, the first thing I picked up on was the Waylon Jennings influence there, and uh, that's a good thing. I mean, we're all influenced by uh, the people and the surroundings that we have grown up through, and uh, the fact that you've been able to establish your own sound out of that is a good thing. John Bon Jovial, your comments, please. Well, first of all, uh, Gethin, welcome to the show. We are thrilled to have you on, and, and I have to agree with David in his assessment of the influence there. You know, we were talking about it uh, while we were waiting to hook up with you, and uh, we, I, I was the one that said, yeah, there's a, there's a touch of Whale and Jennings in there, and David agreed with me. And, you know, I, I say that in the highest form of compliment to you because I would never say that you're trying to mimic him because you obviously have your own style. That being said, what are the primary musical influences in your life? Okay, Whale and Jennings may be one of them, but, you know, who else are we looking at? Who else is tied into this music that you're making? Well, there's a whole slew of them. John, to be honest, uh, but the main the main uh, influences for me would be you know Merle Haggard, uh, Johnny Paycheck, David Allen Coe, Waylon Jennings, of course. Uh, just kind of the old the guys that used to sing and just uh, let it all out there, you know. And those are those are my heroes. Merle Haggard, I think, hey. is probably the biggest influence. That's another good, good influence. Man, the guys that sang with conviction, you know, they believed in the words they were singing and you could tell their heart was in it. Those are the those are the guys that I really look up to and try to carry on that tradition. And it definitely comes through. Now, you're writing your own material, right? Yes. Yes, I write my own songs, and I've also done some co-writing with you know, talented people. And how long have you been... Uh... How long have you been mainstreaming? How long has this really been your uh, your main thing? Not very long, really. I've been playing for a better part of 10 years, not vegan and everything and, and beating the streets and whatnot. But as far as music being my my uh, sole priority and, and uh, occupation, I guess probably since 
uh, off and on since 2015. Uh, I quit my corporate job and told my boss to take this job and shove it for many reasons. <laughs> I knew and that. I started good. writing. I started writing music, and uh, uh, you know, I gotta I gotta tip my hat and, and give thanks to my band. I've had a band, a real good group of guys that's been with me for a long time, and and uh, they're backing me up almost every show when they can be there. So uh, I got lucky and got a good group of guys and just been, uh, you know, out there spreading their music and writing the music that's inside of me. Well, I don't feel quite so embarrassed about the fact that uh, I had honestly not heard of Gethin Jenkins before I ran across you online. And uh, I guess it was your uh, I guess it was your publicity guy that got in touch with me uh, at about the same time and said, hey, here's a. Uh, new tune by this Gethin Jenkins, and we'd like to know if you'd like to play it. And I said, uh, well, actually, I said, hell yes. As a matter of fact, we'd like to have him on the show and uh, see if you can arrange that. And Well, here we are, and uh, so glad to have you here. I'm, uh, I'm thinking that you're probably, if you're working this as hard as I think you are, uh, your name is going to become a lot more familiar very quickly because you do, you have a, you have a heck of a sound, uh, you've got your own original style, and uh, and I mean this in a complimentary way too. Uh, you have a commercial sound, which is in this case a good thing. I mean, you're you're not the average run of the mill commercial sound, but you, it's commercial in that it's something that's sellable, it's marketable, and uh, I don't think you're going to have any trouble reaching people. I think all you need to do is get around and and play it for people, and they're going to come to you. John? Yeah, uh, Gethin, I got a, a question for you. You live in California, right? I do. Okay. You know, one of the things that uh, I think you should do, and I just kind of flashed on this as David was talking to you about, you know, name recognition. And, yeah, I can't even talk today. Name recognition and, <laughs> such, and such. Uh, Sirius XM Radio, of course, they have several channels, and, uh, and quite a few of them are boutique channels, if you will, uh, because they can afford to do that. Uh, and as part of their country package, Dwight Yoakam, has a channel called the Bakersfield Beat, and it's not limited just to artists from Bakersfield. Uh, he features solely California-based musicians, and I think that this is something that you should get a you know you know get a chance to do. Get a hold of him if you can, and uh, uh, see if you can get played on his channel because I do hear artists on there that I've never heard of, but are damn good. And uh, and I'll be honest with you, prior to today, I'd never heard of Gethin Jenkins, but I know about him now, and I'm going to watch out for him. And I think that this is something that would probably do you uh, do you some justice. Well, I appreciate that, John. Uh, I, I, I'll have to give Dwight a call <laughs> and uh, see what we can Definitely. figure out. We're on serious. We're on serious outlaw country. We're on that station. Uh, so we're just trying to kick doors in, you know, like you say, just reaching out and becoming a household name. It, it takes a lot of years and uh, a lot yeah, of it albums, does. So well, if you're getting, uh, takes a lot of yeah, if you're getting exposure on Outlaw Country, that that's huge. That is just absolutely huge. Right. Yeah, we're very very fortunate to be on there, and we've got a great new album that's going to be coming out here any minute. So we're all really excited about this new album. Well, tell us about the album. 
do do we we have a uh, we have a, a motto here on the show uh, that self promotion is highly encouraged. So tell us about the album. <laughs> well, uh, the album is uh, called Western Gold, and uh, it's going to be coming out here probably the next six months or so. We recorded it. Uh, it's produced by Vance Powell in Nashville. Uh, you know, he's one of the uh, top producers in Nashville and uh, sound engineers as well. Uh, most, it's all brand new music. Uh, there's no no covers on it. It's all you know written by me or co-written with other artists. And it's uh, the thing I'm most excited about is there's something in there for everybody. Uh, we've got some songs that uh, I wrote a song about Waylon Jennings and Jesse Coulter. Actually, I had lunch with her one day. I spent a few hours with Jesse Coulter, and she awesome. She kind of changed my life a little bit. It's called Strength of a Woman, and uh, it's a waltz. It's kind of an old '70s style waltz with a whole bunch of phaser on the guitar, and we've got some uh, some shuffles like Bottom of My Hand. We've got a couple Texas shuffles in there. We've got a blues tune. We've got a song in there that's got uh, the one that was just released, Restless Ways. It's got a little bit of a country funk sound to it, and it's just all roots. I mean, if it's a bluesy song, it's roots bluesy. So, I mean, there's something in there for everybody. Well, I like what I've heard so far, and we're going to be playing Restless Ways in uh, just a few moments here. What's the name of the album again, Geffen? Western Gold. Western Gold. Folks, you'll be watching out for that. that. And uh, I'm I'm assuming that's going to be available in all the usual places? It sure is. Now, do you 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 have your own page? Your own website? We do. Uh, it's called GeffenJenkinsMusic.com. Okay, and I, for the for folks who are uh, who don't hear spelling very well, I I will mention that the name is G E T H E N Geffen because it'll sound like uh, well, it won't sound like that when you hear it on the radio the first time. So uh, Geffen Jenkins, and uh, you can find him online at GeffenJenkins.com, and. Uh, we want to thank you for coming in and spending some time with us, sharing your music and your story. I got to ask you one more question before I let you go. This is, this is, has nothing to do with your music, but it's just been bugging the heck out of me. I spent uh, probably close to 30 years in Southern California. And uh, while I'm not from there originally, I uh, kind of got used to uh, Californians and the, the uh, natural citizens of California. And that is not a California accent you have. No, I mean, I don't know how much time you get, but I'll give you the quick rundown. I, I'm not a Californian. I'm actually, I was born in West Virginia, about five hours out of Nashville. Okay. I lived there until I was eight years old. Then I was, I moved to the Alaskan bush, grew up on the Yukon River uh, in the Indian village oh, wow. of 800. Graduated high school in Alaska, and I joined the Marine Corps, did eight years in the Corps. Uh, and then when I got out of the Marine Corps in San Diego after my tour in Iraq, I decided to stay in uh, California, and I've been here ever since. So I've been in California longer than anywhere else, and uh, it's my home now. Fantastic. Uh, I think you've done a good job, and you've uh, definitely made the rounds. We thank you for your service, and also want to remind you you're part of our family here now. We'll always have a place for you. I hope you'll come back and maybe debut the new album on the show. We'd love to have you come back again. I sure will. I look forward to talking to you guys again real soon, and thank you so much, gentlemen. You're very welcome, and we look forward to talking to you. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Gethin Jenkins. It's called Restless Ways. 
backing him up, ladies and gentlemen, Gethin Jenkins. And uh, we thank you, Gethin, for dropping by and sharing your music and story with us. Our next guest is a young lady who has who is no stranger to the David Bowers Award. She's been on several times before, and we're always glad to have her come back. She has some new music, and uh, now she's working on a new project, and she's going to be talking with us, telling us all about it in, uh, oh, what, just about four and a half minutes, right after we listen to her song, Anami.
Bellamy. That's our friend and the lady you're going to be talking to right now. Here she is, Sharon Leah. Hello, Sharon. Welcome back. Hi, David. Thank you for having me back. How are you? Our pleasure. Oh, doing just fine, especially now that you're here with us, doing even better. You've had an exciting year since you introduced that song on our show last year. You've, uh, well, let's see, you've uh, been doing some traveling, you've been doing some recording, you've been doing some lugging and toting of awards and stuff. This has been a heck of a year for you. Yeah, it's been a great it's been a great year. <laughs> it started in 2017, to be honest. It was uh, the kickoff started in 2017 and started building even more in 2018, and you know here we are in 2019, and it's just it's just getting bigger and better. So um, yes, we had a great year last year. Definitely, as John Bon Jovial, you had a comment there. Oh, I just am so blown away by that song, Sharon. I have heard it before, and I remember the first time. It's like, oh my gosh, what has this woman done? That is so good. You put so much heart and soul into that. It's just an absolutely wonderful song. Uh, Thank you. And and I don't say that. Oh, you're welcome. And I don't say that lightly either. I mean, a lot of times I'll be polite with a guest whose music I may not like too much and say, oh, yeah, that's really nice. I really like that. But every once in a while, we'll get one on here that just kind of blows me away. And that does it. That is such a, well, I'll just say it this way it's a damn good song. It really is. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not. I was just going to, I just wanted to interject here for just a second. John Bon Jovial, wait till you hear the new track we're going to play next. Which I have not <laughs> Back heard. Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, 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 uh, you know, it trumps, um, the enemy in a way because it's just, it's even more heartfelt. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Um, that means a lot to me and, uh, Let's hope that, uh, you know, we, we get in uh, every household. <laughs> that's how I want to well, go about this here. You're definitely headed in that direction. You seem to have the momentum going for you, and uh, we are, we're just so happy for you. And uh, you've just done such a great job. You've got a new project you're working on, an album called Beyond Wonderland. Tell us about that. Oh, gosh. So... You know, the first album that I put out with my band was called Fairy Tales, but it was a combination of songs I'd written and recorded with them, and then songs I had written and recorded before I had my band. So Fairy Tales was an album, which was a mixture of two different times. And, you know, I just felt like the theme of Fairy Tales is in and of itself, a word that's all encompassing. And then it's like, well, what do you do in the next chapter? You know, what's, what's beyond wonderland, you know, like that's how I started feeling about it. And the interesting thing is, is that, you know, you start with a thought process like that a year ago or a year and a half or two years ago, but as you write and as you bring new music and as you change, because we're always changing, it grows and it's germinating into different, deeper things. So 
Beyond Wonderland is probably going to continue to evolve as we go through, but um, I just finished writing the the title track, which is called Beyond Wonderland, um, and it literally came to me because I had started writing Beyond Wonderland like four months ago, and I, it's a totally different song. This song, I sat down at the piano, I was trying to remember what I played four months ago because <laughs> I, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I better write this song. It's the title track. I better get this going. And um, it always I, uh, nice to be I able sat, to remember that. Yeah. So I sat down at the piano and I just, I wrote this piece of music. Um, gosh, it's beautiful and moving. And then in one fell swoop, I wrote the, I wrote the entire thing in like five minutes. Uh, wow. I went and recorded lyrics. <laughs> Yeah, and then I went and recorded lyrics, and here's, this is like, I want someone to feel like they're going into a different realm. I want you to feel like you're in a different realm. I want you to think about the fact that you might be in a different realm right now. Like, where are you right now, and where are you going, and is this the right place for you, and if you think this is the right place, there might be something better beyond this wonderland but it could also be about you know drug addiction because sometimes you're in a a drunken stupor wonderland and that's where you don't need to be so again what i like to do with all of my music is to be very cryptic i have my own reasons for what i write but sure. i try to craft the lyrics so that it is unique to the listener that it, it, and open to know, interpretation. Like, yeah, so I try to craft the lyrics so they can be open to interpretation, yes. But I have very real inspiration for everything that I write. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what Beyond Wonderland is, and it's a journey. Uh, the songs that are going to be on this album are a collection of songs that take you on a journey. And then the next album, Beyond Wonderland, I don't know what the title is for that, but... Uh, we'll we'll have to get back to you on that one. We want to get. To uh, we'll, we'll we'll hold you to that, John Bon Jovi. I know you wanted to jump in. Yeah, you mentioned um, David. You mentioned uh, open to interpretation, and of course, Sharon, you followed up on that. Uh, that it is indeed open to interpretation. But is there a certain direction with your music that or thought process where you want to cut the. Uh, <laughs> the customer, <laughs> the the uh, that you want your fans to damn retail mode just won't leave you. <laughs> uh, it, it really won't. You know, I do that all day long, and then all of a sudden. But is there is there a certain direction that you want uh, the people that listen to your music to lean toward, even though that may be open to their own interpretation? Is there a way that you want them to look at it that you would prefer that they look at it? I mean, I, I guess I, I would hope that they would, that they would intrinsically know what I'm really trying to say. Like, I'm kind of hoping it's funny because my music is just slightly veiled such as I am. I am, I am not a person who talks a lot about stuff in my past and what brings me to what I write about and the same way I dance around that in my life I dance around that in the 
music. And I guess a small part of me maybe is is reaching out um, to that, I don't know, maybe that someone might know me a little bit better. Uh, not, not that anyone cares to know me, but I mean, you know, I guess, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I mean, if I'm being brutally honest, but at the same time, I, I also help hope that it helps them know themselves better. Because I find that certain music makes me think about things that sometimes I don't want to think about. And That's true. That, that moment is extremely important in life because we forget all too often in our daily lives. We forget why we are where we're at what we've done to be where we've become. You know, a lot of us go through the day, we don't think about it, and it's on to the next thing, on to the next, and on to the next. And that quiet moment of introspection is a painful moment sometimes for people. Um, And I think it's the same for all people, you know, that those quiet moments can be sometimes, because it makes you think about stuff. It's like seeing the photos of your, your past fly before you. You know, if you like the music and it was at a time that now it brings you back to a memory that you like or whatever. But, you know, yeah. So, I mean, some, well, you guys... some, music doesn't, some music doesn't hit me that way. But the stuff that I write, I'm trying to hit people with. <laughs> well, you, you two touched on, on an interesting point. And by point, uh, that's kind of a... Uh, double entendre, the point as in the subject of what you were talking about and a, a, a point of communication. You were, you were talking about the difference between your leaving the message open to interpretation versus how much of your own message you either inferred or implied that you wanted the people to be able to pick up on. And I think yeah. that that points to the fact uh, what you were saying, uh, Sharon, about, uh, you know, a person, adapting it to their own situation, but at the same time getting to know you, oftentimes we can learn a lot about ourselves by learning about other people. Right. Yep. You're right. And I think that, I think that kind of plays into what you were saying. Yes, it does. And it helps you realize that, while we are all different, we are also very fundamentally the same. So it just lets you know, like, oh, gosh, you know, um, hmm, maybe I'm not the only one going through this situation. There's other people going through this. And, you know, it's just universal. It's a way to connect. Exactly. Now, you also mentioned, and I I wanted to follow up on this because there's – there's one thing I hadn't touched on, and I definitely wanted to. You talk about uh, fairy tales, imagining Wonderland, and uh, you know all those good things. And this last year, year and a half, almost two years, has been kind of a fairy tale for you. And if I'm not mistaken, it was capped off by one more very special event that uh, we haven't mentioned yet. Okay. What's that? Uh, didn't you... Uh, didn't you uh, join a new partnership within the last year? <laughs> yes, I did. I did. And, and tell um, us about that. Yeah. So again, this revelation 
was, I guess, one of those other things that I had a veil on top of, and I started to, like, let my walls come down a little. I'm very private, so I keep all my private stuff really private. But, you know, that can also, a lesson here to be learned, that can also cause uh, heartache as well. Privacy is one thing, but then uh, if you keep everything so tightly wound up and concealed, uh, you, you can't really share things. And so I, I had a wedding. Uh, I got married. I invited a ton of people, which, uh, ouch, was not in my comfort zone, but I did it. <laughs> um, yeah, my producer, you know, uh, you know, our band members, the family, friends, you know. Yeah, all I, I remember the, the food was great. <laughs> you looked like you were having a good time so <laughs> uh, john always has a good uh, time <laughs> yeah i try but um no so i i married my best friend and my guitarist so for the longest time just to give you a little frame of this um when we first met he came to my apartment um, he was auditioning to be the guitarist in the band that I was putting together. And um, I had a problem with my computer, and he came and he looked at it, and he, I was like, hmm, he seems really nice, and that was that. And we started working on music. Um, we pulled in my drummer, my friend that was a drummer, uh, Howie, who's like my other best friend, Howie Fallon. And, you know, we pulled in a, a bunch of people, and we started doing cover music and, and um, other you know, original stuff. And then we just sort of created a fan base in our like tri-state area. And, uh, what was a friend, what started out as a friend became, you know, more intimate. And then it was like, well, you don't want to tell anyone that you're dipping your pen in the company ink, even though it's my company. Um, right. <laughs> we, we didn't want <laughs> We didn't want the band to know. We didn't want people to know because it's like you're not supposed to do that. Well, you know what? Once I decided that we were getting, well, once I said yes to to getting married to him, um, I never thought I'd, you know, tie the knot with with him or anyone. Um, but uh, that was it. And I was like, you know, we, we have to share. You know, I have to share. And, and so that's what we did. So it was wonderful. November 11th, it was 11-11, which is a very mystical, you know, that's a whole other subject. Sure. But, yeah, so <laughs> uh, my well, guitarist of... is my business. Go ahead. His, his name's Rick Gennady. Um He's my guitarist, but he's also my partner in crime, and we work, like, nonstop, like, fiends on our music career. So that's it. <laughs> I can attest to that. And, yes, I'm I'm glad you finally got around to mentioning his name because when you just mentioned Cher uh, a couple of minutes ago, I was going to jump in and say, well, would you mind sharing his name with everyone? <laughs> we couldn't go through all of that and not at least mention him by name. Congratulations. Uh, Congratulations you. to you and Rick. And, well, both on your uh, your marriage and on your uh, success and uh, what an exciting, fantastic year you're having. Uh, I'm just so happy for you and so happy you, you share it with us. Before we let you go, tell us about okay. in a little more detail about this next song, because it is it is kind of a heavyweight and it's something yeah. that's uh, 
people are going to think about and want to hear again. Tell us about Why Can't We Pretend. Thank you. Short story, um, I started writing this song before I went for a interview out in Long Island. So it's like a two-hour drive. I was going to do a show, and I was going to play some music that I had already written. And because I was practicing or whatever, I started writing this piece of music. That was that. A couple of months, that was in February of 2017. A couple of months passed, or a couple of weeks passed, and some pretty difficult things happened to me, me personally. Um, that did change me forever. And, you know, um, someone said you should write. I took a long time for me to heal. Um, I've been through a lot, but cancer and broken bones and my God. But I'm like always bouncing back. But um, this particular thing, a friend of mine, she was like a, a manager type person. She said, you really should write um, your story in this song. I'm like, nobody wants to hear about that. One night I rolled over in bed with my little flashlight, Rick was sleeping. I wrote the lyrics to that piece of music that I had started, again, in the middle of the night on my nightstand in like 10 minutes. Uh, it came, it just, just came it to sometimes, me very, yeah. Sometimes it'll do that. It'll come to you. It, it'll just hit you like a, like a light bulb, a bolt out of the blue, as they say. Sharon, I want to thank you so much for coming back and sharing with us again, and uh, hope you will definitely do that. When, when you do get this next album finished, maybe you'll come back and, uh, and share that with us also. Well, I have a song called Sick Addiction coming out, and that, whoo, whoa, that one's like off the, that one's rocking. It's just fiery. So that one I'm we'll sure i let you know about. Great. We'll look <laughs> forward to that. Your listeners, just let your listeners know to, uh, you know, check us out on YouTube. Um, Sharon Leah Band on YouTube. All the videos are there. Uh, SharonLeahBand.com. Facebook is Sharon Leah Band. You know, Instagram, Sharon Leah Band. It's just everything is Sharon Leah Band. So we're easy to find. Sharon Leah Band. <laughs> Thank you again. Thank yes. you so much, Sharon. Always a pleasure. We'll look forward to next time. And right now we'll listen to Why Can't We Pretend? Like winter, where my shallow breathing almost did me in. And when I woke, my body changed forever. Had I known what I have ever let them in, why can't we pretend it's not me, it's them? Fast and I gave in This painful Armageddon Left me hollow And I know I'll never be the same again
have no recollection of this twilight But the scars that I am left with I can see And that's why can't we pretend new single from Sharon Leah. Always a pleasure having her on the show, folks. Always a pleasure having you out there listening to us because without you, there would be no us. Thank you so much. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. Great show today. Folks, thank you very much for listening. You just spent another hour with the David Bowers Awards, and we're grateful that you're here. And we hope we'll see you again next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and also from the Valley of the Sun in gorgeous Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio and also on YouTube, uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, all those silly Amazon Alexa devices, and anywhere that you happen to get your podcast you're going to find the David Bowers Awards. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like the David Bowers on Facebook and Twitter. And be sure to join us next week right here for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers and Nick the Geek, our marvelous engineer, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying be good to each other, love each other, and we will see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards. <laughs> <laughs>